Welcome to the Fit 30, the only podcast for your health, fitness, and lifestyle needs. Episode 8, Falsified Fitness. This episode is sponsored by Team Fit. Do you know what is Team Fit, Matt? Team Fit is the place to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it's a place where I show everything that I know through uh, workouts videos, cooking video, vlog, motivational video, motivational letters, um, behind the scene of everything I'm doing. I just share my whole life and my experience uh, through videos. So if you're looking to improve your life mentally, physically, you want to make a change in your body, uh, seriously, just go check out marfit.com slash team fit and you can start your free trial today you will get access for three days and you will be able to experience a team fit so really it's a nice service that you should try and um, i know you will enjoy it so now what we'll talk today matt well today is going to be another episode that has kind of been in the works for a little bit uh the reason we called it falsified fitness is because in this episode, we are going to debunk some of the biggest fitness myths that really just can't seem to shake no matter what. I mean, we hear these things all the time. It's been told by all the bros in the gym all the time. You know, it's very antiquated information, and we're here to spread the truth for you guys. So we're going to clear up a lot of stuff today. And every time I will say no. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of no's in this episode, so get ready to hear some of that. Yeah. Uh, I think before we uh, start getting through to those, though, uh, we do have a couple fan questions that we're going to answer today, Mark. Cool, man. Go ahead. So the first one comes to us from Edzer DeVry, and he asks, what is your current split? Uh, my current split is kind of a weird split and the reason why I change my split is because I always change our workout. Uh, it's really important for me that I am able to shock my body and do something different. So uh, basically, uh, while I was uh, in Columbus, Ohio for the Arnold Classic, I bought a book there just to even... I don't know, just learn more. And they were talking about a split, like on a two-day split. So I'm trying this out and it's a lot of squat. Uh, you do more compound movement, more press movement, no flies. So nothing fancy. And basically the split is the first day is chest, shoulders, and tricep. So all the push muscle. And the second day is legs, back, and bicep. So it's like that. And some days I train twice a day. And uh, yeah, that's my split. But it's not a split I follow all year long. It's something I'm just trying out for like three weeks a month to see um, how it works. And if I, I'm able to get results like that, and then I can share with Team Fit um, everything that I just learn in the process of trying this uh, new split. But um, usually I, I have a split to focus on my weak point. So I try to focus, for example, if I want to improve my, my bicep, I will maybe work uh, more often my biceps, so twice a week or certain thing like that. So the benefit of this kind of split is seriously because it's just very unusual. I mean, you don't usually work uh, three muscles at once, like all in one workout. That's not something you've typically done. So this has got to no. be... This kind, this style of training has to be a pretty big challenge, eh? Yeah, and it's basically focused on squat because in this one, the it's yeah, it's really focused on squat, and you it's just to try to improve your overall strength and muscle mass. Um, and yeah, I just give it a try because it seems legit when I was reading the book. And yeah, I want to try. And then if it works, I will share it with the world. But if it's not working, I will just put it in the garbage. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I love to try like stuff like that and just. Yeah, experience it by myself. So you said it's a two-day split. So does that mean mm -hmm. you would do two days on, one day off, two days on, one day off? or Exactly, yeah. 
Okay, so you could end up doing uh, this workout, say, like up to three times in a week. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but you know, I love to work out. So <laughs> the third day, usually I go uh, to the gym, do kind of a CrossFit circuit and a little bit of calls. Um, yeah, because I just love to be in the gym. and. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it's really less intense with less weight. It's more cardio and circuit and more um, functional movement that I'm working. Oh, for sure, and all that stuff. uh, Because I know you hammer your calves a lot too, so you're probably hitting like what 15, 20 sets of calves in the evening too. So yeah, yeah, crazy. (laughs) Uh, On uh, Uh, we'll have to (laughs) to put a beep there because you say. (laughs) Damn, another beep. (laughs) There we go. Oh yeah. Um. For the next question, uh, another popular one, especially among your uh, German fans, are you going to be attending FIBO this year? I don't think so, unfortunately. Um, uh, my sponsorship with uh, Gym Aesthetics just, yeah, it's done with them. It was a great, great time with them, great company. Uh, but now, because of my upcoming project, I have to leave uh, the crew. Um, so yeah, I don't have any boot to go and stuff like that. So I don't think I will go maybe next year or I will see, maybe I will go, uh, I will talk with other fitness model, what they are doing and stuff. So maybe, but uh, for now, yeah, I don't plan to go. So there you have it. Unfortunately, not this year, but you know, it's always a possibility. It could be next year. We never know. Mm-hmm. So on that, I think it is time to bust some fitness myths. Yeah. Are you ready for this? Yeah, it's time to say no. <laughs> there we go. From the get-go, number one, when you're bulking, can you eat anything you want? I mean, after all, you're trying to gain weight, right? For sure. Go to McDonald's. No. <laughs> no, no. Seriously. Uh, the thing is you want to eat the right nutrient for your body. There's certain type of, for example, we'll tackle the, the carbs. Um, there's two type of carbs. There's the simple sugars and the complex carbohydrates. So the complex carb, uh, yeah, complex sugar, if you want. And the want you want to eat that will help you to gain size, so gain muscle, is complex carbohydrate. So if you are eating, like if it fits your macro and you are eating like just a ton of uh, candies and stuff, you will not gain the same weight as if you're eating brown rice, for example. It's not the same thing. So you cannot yeah, just eat whatever you want. You should focus on your diet and focus on the LT part. Stay LT. You don't have to go in the junk food. So um, yeah, that's my answer. So you'd say like, you know, the whole dirty bulking uh, scheme isn't the right way to go about it. Mm-hmm, exactly. Because I mean, obviously you're going to be gaining a lot of unwanted fat. And uh, I know you're... Uh, particular you know style of bulking you do lean bulking so it can Mm -hmm. take a lot longer to do because obviously you're not uh i guess gaining all the sort of unwanted weight that you want you know it's going to be very slow and incremental but at the same time you get the benefit of staying lean still having your six pack and you know just generally getting bigger yeah, and people ask me, oh, it's possible. Oh, you you were able like, to gain 25 pounds in a year and a half. And I was like, man, it's just about the diet, diet and consistency. Always go to the gym, show up, follow your diet, weight your food is a great thing because you know exactly what you need to eat. And, you know, you, yeah, you just eat what your body needs to grow. So, yeah, that's my answer. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. There you go. So don't dirty bulk. On to the next one. Um, this kind of goes hand in hand with the next answer, but... If you work your abs, is it okay to cheat more on your diet? 
No. <laughs> I hope it will not be too loud, man. <laughs> In the car and stuff for people. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, they will they will get it. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so um basically your abs is like all the other muscle in your body. So it will be the same thing as saying like, okay, you can eat whatever you want if you train your bicep. And it's not true. <laughs> so, and your abs, you will see them if you're eating right and if your body fat is low. So you should focus on your diet if you want to see your abs and see them develop and stuff like that. And um, it's not because you have more fat and you don't have to work your abs. Your abs will develop no matter what. They are under the fat. So when you will drop your body fat, you will see your abs and you will see all the work you put into your abs before. So you should always work your abs like any other kind of muscle. And your abdominal walls work in endurance because it's a muscle that's just, yeah, they just support all your body. It's the core of your body. If you have strong abs, a strong lower back, you will be able to uh, lift more on the deadlift, on the squat. You will just be more center with your body and strong uh, underground with a strong core. So yeah, that's so my there's a, there's a lot of benefits to having you know, a well-developed midsection, you know, it's not just mm -hmm. about having a great, abs, no, a great no, set no. of abs, you know, it's going to affect your performance in every other exercise you do. Absolutely. So yeah. it's not just about having a six pack. It's if you want to be better at everything else, you yeah. should train your abs. You do a, mit a military press with a barbell or with dumbbell, your abs, your core play a big role in the process of pushing the weight. Uh, in every kind of exercise, your abs will be there to support so you 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 have to work your abs. Exactly, for sure. I mean, you're reducing your chance of injury a mm -hmm. lot if you're tensing your abs and making sure, like it's a stabilizer, right? So if you're doing exactly. something like an overhead press, uh, something where like if you're not, you know, stable and able to keep like correct posture, there, there's a lot bigger of a chance of injury that way. So mm -hmm. train your abs, people. Uh, <laughs> on to the next one. Number three. Carbs are evil. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's not the evil, man. Um, you you need carbs to function during the day. You need carbs for your brain. You need carbs just to have energy to go to the gym, to do something. You need carbs. The thing is people don't know what is a great sugar and a bad sugar. So when you check on the label, the nutrition fact of uh, any kind of food, you will see carbs. Then below, you can see sugar. If it's at zero, then it's a good complex carbohydrate. If it's fibers, it's great. No, So you should just focus on eating good complex carbohydrate. That is a good source of energy. And depending on your goal, you will eat a different amount for sure. Oh, for sure. So yeah, like someone who's bulking is obviously going to be okay with taking in a little more carbs than usual. Yeah, and it will depend on your age, your weight, your your age, your weight, and everything. So um, we we talking about like of getting lean in the episode, getting leaner faster. Mm -hmm. So maybe you can just go listen to that uh, about the complex carbohydrates. You will learn a lot. Um, for sure. And we actually uh, there was an article posted on MarkFit.com about mm -hmm. the best carbs. I think we've posted that a couple of times in show notes. But it's yeah. always good to you know be familiar with the good stuff. You know, including things like brown rice and oats, things like that. So we'll post that in the show notes as well. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Uh, myth number four: time spent in the gym more is better, right? 
No, <laughs> uh, no, it's not true because at a certain point, when you train more than an hour, your cortisol level, so your uh, catabolic hormone, the the place you don't want to be, uh, because you are not still you you don't burn fat during the time when you train more than an hour, an hour fifteen, you don't still burn fat. You are just at the gym to do whatever. It's not a productive time if you want. So you want to keep your your workout really intense during like 45 minutes, an hour, 15 max. And after that, you need a rest because when you're at the gym, you stress your body and uh, you don't want to stress too much your body. You will just overtrain and don't get the result that you want. And it's all also the right time, 45 minutes to an hour, 15, to build muscle. To stress in the right way your muscle, to build muscle after with their your nutrition. So it just goes to show, you know, a lot of people think that, you know, if they spent two, three hours in the gym at a time, they're doing themselves a favor. They're not. No, not in terms of building muscle. If you're someone who want to run a marathon, you will not be fat because there's a a graphic of like after an hour, during the first hour you burn fat, then that stopped. Then after two hours you keep burning fat and stuff like that. That's why people run marathon or big long distance. They are not fat, but they don't have any muscle because muscle is the first energy you will go take to sustain your activity. So very much like like almost eating, your body's eating its own muscle. Yeah, in a way. that's like, why it's so important to take your BCA while you're training. Yeah. Because after 15 minutes, 20 minutes of workout, you you start to want more energy from somewhere or so you take them from your muscle first. So there you but, go. But yeah, that's why you want to keep your, your workout under 45 minutes an hour to keep the muscle and uh, stress your muscle the right way. There you go. And moving on to myth number five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> women who lift weights will get huge no <laughs> no it's not true uh, if you are taking certain kind of substance illegal substance like steroid testosterone stuff like that yes you will but if not you are not you know you cannot build a ton of muscle if you're a girl and it's the same thing if you because a lot of girls if I drink protein shake and stuff will I get Big? No. (laughs) (laughs) Your body needs protein. Yeah, take time. For sure, you will develop a little bit of muscle, but you cannot become like a man if you don't take testosterone and illegal stuff like that. You, yeah, that's... No, if, you're, if you're a little like 110 pound girl, you're not going to end up looking like Jay Cutler because you know <laughs> you went and lifted some weights. That's just not how it works. Yeah. Women don't have the testosterone production that supports building that kind of frame. Like it just, it yeah. just isn't going to happen. But for sure, you will tone your muscle. You will build a little bit of muscle, but you cannot become like a man. For sure. And I mean, what girl doesn't want that? Every single, you ask 90% of women what their goal is in the gym, and they're going to be like, I want to tone, you know, my body. I want to tone my arms, especially and my thighs, my arm, things like that. My ass, exactly. And it, it's it's all right like that, but they shouldn't um, be scared about protein shake and stuff because it's good to develop and just repair the muscle after a good workout. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. I don't know why there's this big misconception that you know just because you're taking protein in the form of a shake, it's mm-hmm. it, it's not you know different from a man. Or a woman, you both need protein to survive. You're both human beings and you need protein. It's the same thing as if, you know, a girl was, you know, if she was like, I'm not going to, you know, eat a chicken breast with my dinner or something like that because I don't want to look like a man. <laughs> you see how ridiculous it sounds when you compare yeah. the two, but it's the exact no same worries. thing. No worries. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. No. So there you go. Myth busted. Uh, number six. 
Training to failure is the only way you can grow your muscles. No, um, no, it's not true. It's not good to go always to failure, failure. And for me, failure is like the definition of failure can vary from people to people. Failure is the point where I will kind of dying under the weight. Like <laughs> I will not be able to push um, one inch anymore. Or um, when I train, I always go over my limits, my my mental limits where I think I can go. So basically what I try to target, um, it's, for example, I, I want to do 10 reps. My two last reps will be really hard to execute, but I will not die under the weight. That's failure. So failure so, is literally, you know, you cannot get another repetition out exactly. with good you fail. form. You fail at it. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's good to have a spot so it can help you to push the bar. Because the thing, it's good to go to failure sometime and because you just shock your body so much. But it's a kind of stress that is really hard on your nervous system. And it's not something you want to do every single workout. Especially like every single workout, every single exercise. You would, mm -hmm. you would kill yourself if you, did, yeah. if you went to failure every single exercise. Yeah, it's, it's really hard for the body. So yeah. So going to failure can be a good thing once in a while, but don't mm -hmm. make a point to do that on every single uh, movement that you do. Yeah, and it's dangerous to go to failure if you don't have any spot and stuff. It's really dangerous to oh, for always sure. failure with a bar and you're on a bench. You can. <laughs> yeah, can yeah, you imagine? I went to failure uh, a couple weeks ago. I remember. You remember I told you yeah, about on the this, squat, man. On the right? squat, that was <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> but it's a good thing, man. Sometimes if you have like the stopper behind you or oh, for sure, I had the rack set up and yeah. I had a, a bench underneath me. Uh, because I was doing heavy squats, so obviously I wasn't doing ass to grass or anything like that. But uh, when I went down on that, uh, I think it was rep number two, and <laughs> I just wasn't able to stand back up. So the <laughs> bars, thank goodness, uh, were able to land on the racks beside me, and I was able to kind of just you know fall or lean forward a little bit so I could get out from underneath it. If At I didn't you have tried. there, that'd be real dangerous. But if you try to put yourself in the same position right now, do you think you would be able to lift the second rep if you really believe in it? I'm sure yes. Absolutely. It's not, it's not a true failure. It's just maybe your technique wasn't at the point on that reps and you just struggle more than usually but i'm sure you would have been able like to do the rep for sure and maybe i hadn't if you had a spot or someone mm -hmm. it will help you just to be more stabilized and just push more for sure straight. maybe my mind just wasn't in the right place before mm -hmm. i started my set you never know it yeah be a bunch of things uh but there you go so there you go about failure um myth number seven machines are for toning and weights <laughs> are for getting big no <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not true. Um, <laughs> I prefer seriously free weights, so barbell, dumbbell, mm -hmm. then machine. But machine will be good to do something different first, to work your muscle in a different way, to target a certain area of your muscle, and sure, don't isolation. Yeah, yeah, to isolate the muscle. But yeah, for sure, I prefer free weights to gain mass. But it's not true that it will just tone your muscle. You can grow because you stress your muscle. People like, yeah, can see it like that, but how to grow your muscle, you have to stress the muscle, put it under a certain pressure and resistance, physical resistance. And that's what you do with the machine too. So you shouldn't sure. worry about just toning your muscle if you're doing a machine. If you're doing like the 20, 30 reps maybe, but if you're doing in the eight 
in 12 repetitions, you will grow, you will grow. No worries with that. Exactly. It's just that some things like certain machines can be better for specific movements. Like like mm. we mentioned isolation, you know, if you wanted to develop your rear delts more because you didn't really have any, then yeah, doing a the reverse pec deck machine right there would be a great way to target them. And it's know. a phenomenal machine, seriously, for your, your rear delt because it's a muscle that it's really hard to target if you don't have the right technique with dumbbell. It's really hard to do. Mm -hmm. It's rare that I'm seeing someone doing it like the right way with dumbbell. It's true because uh, moving your shoulder in the direction to just target your rear delt can mm -hmm. be really tricky, especially because you're not used to working in that direction. Yeah, so. and people take too much weight and yeah. Oh yeah, man. You don't need a lot of weight to to work your rear delt. Then, if you have the right technique, then you can add weight. But always focus on the form first. For sure. So there you go. Myth busted. Myth number eight: Your weight is the <laughs> only real indication of how far you've come. No. <laughs> I try to <laughs> to mix things up. But no. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not true because um, if you weight yourself in the morning and in the evening, you will have a different weight. Your weight will vary about three to seven pounds in a day. And yep. sometimes people, 10 pounds, if you uh, retain a lot of water or all you eat during the day, it can vary a lot. So the weight, it's not an indicator of if you have results or not. You should take a picture of yourself in the mirror or someone take a picture of yourself and then you compare a picture. That's all you know if you uh, having result. Because while you are losing fat, for example, you can tone your muscle and build muscle in the same time. So if you're losing 20 pounds of, of fat, but you're still building muscle, it's a good thing. But the weight will not uh, be where you want, you know? It's really true. I've noticed it, especially with myself. I can go, I've noticed sometimes a difference of like around five pounds, like you said, so like mm -hmm. three to seven pounds. Um, and at first I was like getting really discouraged about it, but I've noticed like trends, especially depending on, um, how spaced out my meals were that day. You know, if it was a day where I had to eat like three meals within like three hours, just so I could make sure I got all my macros in for the day. And I had to chug like a liter and a half of water before bed or something like that to make sure I got it all. Yeah. I'm going to have a heavier weigh in or something like that. But, uh, in the end, it's not really, I guess, concrete. And like Mark said, you should really just take progress pictures to really compare yourself to yourself from you know a little while ago. You'll mm -hmm. see the differences, and even if your weight isn't that different, you'll see you know all the differences, and that's what really makes the difference is noticing and seeing them for yourself, like in the mirror. The yeah. scale, forget about it. Forget, yeah. It's a you can weight yourself to see the, the difference, but the the real way to see result is just to see a picture of yourself. <laughs> 100%. So don't get stressed about the scale, guys. That's uh, not the only real indication of how far you've come. Yeah. Myth busted. Number nine, <laughs> if you're not taking supplements, you're wasting your time. No! <laughs> no, um, I always recommend supplements. I recommend them because it's a good way to reach the amount of protein you want to eat per day. It's a good way to have a liquid nutrition after your workout That's because it's what you need after your workout. Um, but if you don't want to take supplement, it's fine. You can find protein, carbs, and fat, good source of protein, carbs, and fat in, in any kind of food. The thing is there's some supplement who you should take. Like BCA, it's not something you can find in food. Um, but now it's up to you to to go to the next level or not. Uh, supplement are there to supplement 
uh, your activity level and to sustain something new and help you to get results faster. That's how I see supplement. Uh, but the basic stack that I will suggest it will be a good source of protein. So um, whey protein or isolate protein if you have the budget. Then multivitamins because it's just good to have vitamins. And BCA to be sure that you don't burn your muscle while you're working out and to have more endurance. And it's some supplement that you will see the result immediately. Then you can start to add more supplements if you want. But it's not all supplements who are made for everyone. Very true. And a lot of people think it's the only way to get results. But like Mark said, you add them pretty much when you know you have a solid training routine down. Your diet is good. It's there to just give you a little extra edge. Yeah. It's not like you can take creatine and then all of a sudden the next day you're going to wake up and be able to bench 300 pounds and, you know, look like Phil Heath. Like, that's just not the way it works. No, no, no. <laughs> no creatine will not give you that look for sure. It's not, yeah, people think they will gain tremendous weight on creatine, but it's not true. Uh, I guess we'll just link in the show note, like uh, the article I made on creatine just to break some myth about it. <laughs> yeah, clear things up. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. definitely an effective supplement, but it's not exactly the end-all, be-all of everything. So. Mm-hmm. Or fat burners. People think they will get super ripped with fat burners just taking them and eat whatever they want and don't work out. Just take <laughs> fat burners. It's not true. I never took a fat burner in my life. Never. Never. No, I only take like green tea and other kind of supplement that help to take your fat as energy like L-carnitine and CLA. But I never took like a fat burner. I, I don't know. I, if I was taking a fat burner, it would be kind of a natural one with not too much of stuff inside. Like green tea, you said, which is a natural fat burner. Mm-hmm. And of it's course, really I mean, one. you're watching your diet like perfectly. You're doing your hit cardio, which is you know the most efficient way to burn fat. So you know all that added up means you're gonna be dropping the fat like like that. So, mm-hmm. but uh, it takes time. It's just because people want to rush it. It's true. It really is a game of patience and. Uh, it's really time that's going to bring you all the results you want, whether you're gaining muscle or, or trying to lose fat. It's over time. You got to give it uh, you know, a fair bit to see something substantial. Yeah. And the more muscle you will have, it will be easier to uh, burn your calories intake and don't take fat. So, Which is, of course, a- why we recommend for everyone to be lean before trying to bulk. Mm-hmm. So myth busted. Yeah. Myth number 10, our final myth. After a certain age, it's useless to try and get in shape. No. <laughs> no. Um, I see people like at the gym who are like 60, 70, and they are in good shape. And they started like at 50. It's crazy. And they are just more healthy. They, they love to work out. They feel the energy that you have. So it's not true. You can get in shape if you are older. And it's a good thing to do. It's just it helps to prevent a lot of disease. And it will just help you uh, during the day to to do more stuff true and i mean like that's not to say we'd recommend you know like a 70 year old to go and do some heavy squats no but there are certain kind of workouts you can do it's exactly not- <laughs> basically we're just saying i mean you know exercise in general it's beneficial to everybody no matter what their age is yeah. you know it's never too late to try and get in shape because there's so many benefits that go along with exercise yeah. and we're talking immediately too like i'm not remember- sure if someone is a hundred year old um, <laughs> maybe you should just consult his his doctor first and stuff to be sure he's right but yeah I think like we'll break the barrier of the all hold you can train and stuff like that for sure I mean you're definitely not 
quote unquote wasting your time if you're trying to get in trying to get in shape uh you know by just exercising when you're let's just say like over 40 or 50 or something like mm-hmm. that it it doesn't matter you can still do that and my grandfather is trained right now and he's 60 or 72 years old oh, yeah yeah, yeah. and he's trained super hard man it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> well that's awesome man see and so you can you know show him all that stuff you said your dad uh, recently, he's gone to the gym with you a, a couple mm-hmm. times, actually. And you said he was coming back from an, uh, an injury as well, too, right? Yeah, a knees injury. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I mean, it's not uh, not out of the question for anybody to try and exercise just because they're a certain age. That's that's not true. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so we've got a couple of questions uh, left here. Um, oh, this should be fun. What's the worst training advice you've ever been given? Uh, oh, my God. I don't know, man. Seriously, <laughs> there's been some bad stuff. So I arc, say... I don't know. Maybe arc your back when you're doing like kind of uh, all kind of mid row and stuff like that, and just swing. I was like, oh, someone's told you to actually arch your back when I was young. Yeah, uh, while doing the row, <laughs> and I was like, mm, I'm not sure, man. <laughs> so I just kept my my back straight. Okay. But yeah, I never had like a lot of bad advice. Seriously. Uh, regarding that because I was doing my own thing and I wasn't looking to get advice from people at the gym. I was kind of doing your own like independent research and things. Yeah, and my seriously, my friend was training well when I started. That's why uh, I think I've gained a lot and I get in shape fast because I had some great uh, person to look up like all people who were training well where I was training. Well, that's good. Get yourself lucky. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, yeah, I was really lucky. That we've co- hopefully, everything that we've covered uh, in this episode can, I guess, dispel some of that bad training advice and all the all the myths that people hear out there and they can, you know, get themselves more on the right path and use all this information to start bettering themselves and have a all around better and safer fitness journey. I hope so because it's the purpose of the, the Fit30. Just give more uh, information and put you on the right track uh, to get results. On that, everybody, uh, I guess that was it for episode eight of the Fit30. So don't forget that you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, any of our social media, and be sure to uh, comment and you know leave your questions. Use a hashtag, you know, TF30, so that we can find your questions and answer them in our next episode. Yeah, for sure. And don't forget to go at the show note of the show to get all the important links and what we talked about like today at marfit.com slash session eight and uh, on that it was a real pleasure to make this podcast for you thanks, thanks for, for listening, listening everybody <laughs> yeah and the last no <laughs> <laughs>